0: Is Monday, February 19th. I think it's still Black History Month. I don't know how to celebrate that. I don't know if I'm allowed to. I don't have a voice. I had a fantastic weekend of shows. We were in Spring, Texas, and then in Fredericksburg, Texas. uh, Packed houses, both of them. This weekend, I head over to Coleman, Texas. You say, where's Coleman, Texas? Exactly. That's how I want to do shows. I want to get away from the cities. I want to go out there where the people are. And we have fantastic crowds that show up. It is an awesome, awesome time. Lots of laughs, lots of fun. And I don't know a lot of things in this world. I don't. But I think that I know that $350 million, that's a lot of money. Damn. And apparently that's what Trump is supposed to pay if you listen to the New York City judicial system. I want to talk about that. I also want to talk a little bit about Massachusetts again and talk about these uh, folks who are opening their homes to illegal aliens. I had to get on to somebody that, that works for me just this week. They love to use the word migrant. I, I fall into that. I fall into that trap every now and then because I know social media doesn't like the word alien. If you refer to somebody as an alien. Well, that is that is technically and by definition exactly what the word means. Um... If you you look at the word alien, it comes from the Latin. It means from another place, foreign, from another place. Um, Migrants, that's a bad word. Birds migrate. They go back home. The folks that are coming across the southern border aren't going back home. You've heard me say this. I'm not going to belabor the point. But what's going on in Massachusetts is fascinating to me because the governor is encouraging citizens of Massachusetts to open their home to illegals, and this is happening. People are actually doing it now. To date, I don't think that the governor of Massachusetts has housed any illegal aliens. And uh, but I've got somebody that writes for me every now and then, and they'll they'll use the word migrant. I said, stop using the word migrant. I know, I know, I know. I've done it. I've done it. I've used it, but just stop using the word migrant. We're not dealing with migrants anymore. If you saw the story where the kid in New York who attacked the police officer just a couple of weeks ago and then was let out without bail and then went in and was caught shoplifting and then attacked a security guard, got rearrested. Just deport his ass. Deport his ass. I mean, this has gotten ridiculous at this point. Eh, the justice system in America, I'll tell you. Hey, listen, you might not have $350 million, but I will help you save some money if you're a citizen of Texas. If you're a resident of Texas... Specifically, specifically, if you live in an area where you get to choose who is your energy provider. Uh, I don't worry about when my power bill comes in. I don't because I've always used Energy Ogre. Now, if you live in a city which you have to use a co-op or there's no choices there, you're, you're, just, well, you're out of luck. But most of the cities, you know, Houston, Fort Worth, a lot of them, you get to choose. What Energy Ogre does, yeah, Ogre like Shrek, you know, energyogre.com, what they do is they shop your power bill every month, and they usually cut it in half by about 40 40 to 60%. Uh, I've used them for years. I've never seen a savings less than 40% every month. So if you want to cut your power bill in half, go to energyogre.com, use promo code WATCHCHAD. They won't even let you sign up unless they know for a fact they can save you money. So you want to check them out. And you won't have to worry about your power bill anymore. Yeah, These are days you got to pinch those pennies, man. Dollars aren't worth as much as they do. They don't stretch, dude. They don't stretch. Energyoker.com use promo code watch chat. I've been with them for a long time. They're good friends. They pay me absolutely nothing for telling you this. Nothing. But when you use my promo code, I think you get the first month free. It's like 10 bucks to sign up, 10 bucks a month. But I promise you, it's going to save you thousands of dollars. Anyway, you know, the thing about this Trump deal oh, my gosh, $350 million. This is the first time in history, American history, where they were able to um, order somebody to pay damages and then ban them from running businesses in the state of New York like they did with Trump. They said for three years. This was a civil fraud case that, of course, was brought by New York Attorney General Letitia James. Um, you know, the thing about that, uh, the, you know, Judge Arthur Ingoron, or however you say his stupid name, uh, he basically used a seventy-year-old legal rule, um, to determine the outcome of Trump's trial. Never been used against a person though, who has who hasn't been proven to be doing any harm to an in- individual or entity uh, with what they were doing. What Trump was accused of, they can't say there's a victim. Uh, you know, you don't you don't have to show that anybody was hurt by the practices. There's nobody you defrauded specifically. But if you look at 150 cases over 70 years, there's never been a case where there was a ban on doing business where there wasn't harm shown. This is what they're going to do to Trump. Um, the threshold of that whole deal is harm shown. you, you got to have harm shown. Um, if somebody gets hurt, you can ban them from doing business. So, I mean, like if, for instance, somebody was selling, uh, you know, a new water, bottled water, and it had poison in it, and it was shown that you were doing harm. Well, yeah, they stop you from doing business. If, if you have a cosmetic company that has something that affects people's skin in the ingredients, then they'll stop you from doing business. But they can not prove that. I love the Twitter re-reads. I love the social media re-reads that get on there and they want to talk about Trump and how he has been indicted this many times and he is guilty of this and that. But they can never pinpoint what he's done wrong. They can never do that. They never say that. They just say, oh, well, he's guilty of rape. No, he's not. He's an insurrectionist. No, he's never even been accused of insurrection. I'm tired of this nonsense because it's disingenuous conversation. If you want to have a debate, and God, the most useless the most useless thing you can do with your time is debate a moron with 17 followers on, followers on social media. Now, if you know you're engaging a real person, you're having a real conversation, that, that's one thing. Now, you're not going to change their mind. That's not going to happen. But, you know, what Trump did, or what they're accusing Trump of, for those of you who need to be educated, I mean, because, you know, the Twitter re I know there's so many of them that listen to this show. Um, you know, th- this whole thing has got real estate people, people that are in the real estate profession in the city of New York or in New York State, they ought to be scared shitless. Uh, because guess what? You're setting a precedent. that's gonna, That's going to harm their business going forward. Hmm. Well, Trump, he valued the properties more than what they were worth. Go, Did he? I got a friend of mine putting their house on the market right now. They had someone come over and appraise it. And I asked them, I said, what do you think you'll sell it for? And they said, well, we hope $750,000. Now, in my mind, I didn't say this to them. But in my mind, I said, you're not going to sell it for $750,000. You might get $600,000. Um, but, I mean, they had a healthy, optimistic valuation of what their house was worth. It just, I just, I I know the area. I knew where they were living. There's no house in that neighborhood that's going to go for $750,000. But, hey, they feel good about it. It's home, right? They love it. Surely somebody would come in there and pay what they think it's worth. Well, the appraiser came back and said it was worth uh, $600,000. So the point being is you can evaluate whatever the hell you want to evaluate. You can be as optimistic as you want to be. Uh, that's why the banks perform their due diligence and do the appraisals of the value. Um, I mean, this whole case with Trump, I mean, this is some Soviet style bullshit. Um, I, and you know, the weird thing that what's going to happen is going to bite New York in the ass. You know, it's just like these cities that say they want to be sanctuary cities. And then when the people start finding sanctuary <laughs> there, they're like, "Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute! Hold on. We don't. We don't need you here. We we got. We're full. Seats taken. It bites them in the ass. Bad policy. Bad law. Bad judicial systems. It will bite you in the ass, and I'm telling you, it's going to hurt New York. I mean, the truckers have already said. A lot of truckers have said they're just not going to. They're not going to take the jobs that send goods into New York. Hmm. The, um, uh, it's it just, it's just hang on and see guys. The fact that they can do this. And again, again, let me, let me just clarify. Cause I know you're already saying it out loud as you listen to this show. Uh, I know there are those of you who are saying, well, Trump's not going to pay any of that money. No, he's probably not. It's going to be tossed out in appeals uh, just on its face because it's, it's stupid. It's ludicrous. It's not justice. The, uh, and, and this judge, in Gorin and Letitia James, see they think they could just do stuff and get away with it. No retribution whatsoever for them. Now, you know I, when's Congress going to step in? It's stupid because Congress needs to change this abuse of public office, and they need to include these stupid ass judges because these are political these are political pawns. These judges. They're activists in a black robe, and they're out of control. We see it in New York. We see it in D.C., and that's why these crazy-ass cases keep going forward with Trump and other conservatives, and they're going to keep doing this because they're allowed to keep going forward. It's an abuse of power, and they're way outside the sentencing guidelines. $350 million? $4 million to Donald Trump Jr.? Donald Trump Jr. is not even connected to the freaking business that that Donald Trump is being accused about. This is a witch hunt. And you're like, I don't like Trump. I don't give a rat's flying skinny pink asshole if you don't like Trump. It doesn't matter. Don't you understand, you smooth brain fool? Don't you get it? That if they can do this to a former president of the United States— and go after him to this degree and arbitrarily say, yeah, $350 million. They can go after Alex Jones and say a billion dollars. That's an arbitrary effing number. Do you not know what they can do to you? Because you don't have endless resources for, for legal defense. You don't have that. What happens when the IRS just starts coming up with numbers that you supposedly owe the federal government? And you have no defense. There's nothing you could do about it. What are you going to do at that point? (laughs) Because at the end of the day, big government doesn't give a damn who you voted for. When they come after you, they're coming after you with their fangs fully sharpened. The claws are out. And if you can allow this level of judicial tyranny to exist in the United States of America, which ain't united, all of us are in danger. It's a slippery slope, thin ice. You think, you, I mean, you sit back like this is political theater, and a lot of it is. I get it. But damn, we ought to be concerned, man. I mean, th- these these judges, they should be the ones who are who are just kind of tapping the brakes a little bit when they see an abuse of power. The whole checks and balances thing, it's gone in the justice system. But these guys are actually pushing it, these judges. These AGs are pushing it. Um, I mean, there was a D.C. Do you, you realize Judge Howell on the D.C. Circuit approved the spying on the Trump campaign? Approved it. It's the same guy that took the case against Rudy Giuliani. Oh, man. <laughs> Trump's a boss, though. I really don't give a shit what you think about Trump. He's a boss. Three days later, the guy comes out with a new sneaker line. $399 for sneakers. (laughs) And I don't know if you saw the design, but they're they're not targeting white people. (laughs) They're not. Happy Black History Month. Buy some $400 Trump sneakers. I think I'm going to get some. I attended someone's birthday party just earlier this evening. I found out they were upset that I was there because apparently they're a raging liberal. Uh, Trump 24. I just like to piss him off. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. This this is just crazy. I mean, I want to just, 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 this is a thought that's crossing my mind right now, if you're still with me. Do you know what the definition of fascism is? I mean, I'm not going to make it up. I'm just going to give you straight out of the Merriam-Webster dictionary. I'm going to give you the definition of fascism. That word gets tossed around a whole hell of a lot. Just get online. Fascism is a political philosophy movement or regime that exalts nation and often race above the individual and that stands for a centralized autocratic government headed by a dictatorial leader. Severe economic and social regimentation, enforceable suppression of opposition. Now we see that Navalny, who was Putin's primary opposition there in Russia, he's been in prison, finally died. And everybody's come out. All the people on the left are saying, oh, see, this is what happens when you have political opposition and the leader puts people in jail and ultimately assassinates them by default. They're saying that that's what the right would do. Oh, if Trump, if Trump becomes president again, he's going to immediately be a dictator. He's going to put put his political opponents in jail. What in the fresh hell do you think is going on right now on the part of the liberals? What do you think Joe Biden's doing? This is the most dictatorial thing I've ever seen in my life. You want to talk about fascism. The left or the fascist, they don't want you thriving. They don't want you alive. Get in my inbox one day and see what these bastards send me. They don't want you thriving. They don't want you living your American dream. They don't believe in your patriotism. They don't want your allegiance to, you know, institutions or the flag or the Star Spangled Banner. They don't give a rat's ass if you put your hand over your heart and say the Pledge of Allegiance. They don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about your freedom of speech. They don't care about your right to bear arms. They don't care about search and seizure of your properties. They don't care. They don't care about your right to vote. They'd love to take away your right to vote. They would love to segregate you, classify you, label you, put you in a box and file you away. Put you on a train car if they could. They would. They, would. they, would. they, they don't want you alive. These are the people that kill their unborn babies. They sure shit don't care about you. So here we are. But these, these gaslighters, I don't like that term. I don't even think that's a real thing. But these people who just accuse you of, you know, of just imagining things and believing things are true or accusing them, of saying, they're the ones doing it. They're the ones who are doing it. You want to see what the real playbook is? See what they're accusing you of. That's what they're doing. So now we know that you talk about suppression of a story. Most of you haven't even heard about it. How they came out, they've now proven the fact that the Obama administration had the CIA spying on Trump staffers and Trump supporters, like 26 of them. I mean, are you, what banana republic, crazy, insane world are we living in? What, what fantasy land have we embraced? It's fascism. It's fascism. And you got a puppet politician like Joe Biden in office who doesn't have a clue what he's doing. Doesn't know where he's at. Doesn't have a clue. The whole deal's being run from behind the scenes. Man, we are screwed. Oh, man. This is not going to work out well for the city of New York, i tell you that. I mean, the, the vindictiveness, the, the the just the... <laughs> it turns around and bites you in the ass, man. The House of Cards doesn't stand. Look what happened to Fannie Willis in Georgia. Boy, i tell you what, you watch her flounder like a fish out of water on the witness stand, then her dad gets up there and talks. Oh, God, he only knows. I don't know what language he was talking about, what he was trying to use, what he was trying to say. And, uh, yeah. And then morons, empty-headed morons like Barbara Streisand is going to come out and say, a woman needs to have her personal life and it shouldn't be investigated. Holy shit. Insanity, people. Absolute Insanity. You're going to take campaign funds. You're going to take political campaign funds. You're going to pay for vacations I, I, with your with your paramour, with your lover. Good Lord. <laughs> and then she had her dress on backwards. Did you see that? She had her dress on backwards on the witness stand. That little zipper, it ain't, going, it ain't it's not supposed to go in the front. But uh, this thing's going to come back and bite him in the ass. The pendulum's going to swing. We'll see what happens. What's was I going to tell you about? Oh, my God. Having so much fun. <laughs> we might as well laugh this thing all the way out, man. Um, Massachusetts. So there was a family. You know, they put out the deal. And they they said, we want you to open up your home. There's a couple, Chris and Jessica Stokes. They live in Brookline. And uh, they signed up to house immigrants. Hundreds of illegals were sleeping on the floor of Boston Logan International Airport. And they, there's a family that showed up. They didn't know anything about who was coming. They didn't know the ages. They didn't know how many were coming. Um, so they wound up with a couple and, and also two kids. They came from Chile. They came through Texas. Wound up in Massachusetts. And so now these people these people are living in their home. Now, here's what you're not ever going to see. You're not going to see how this ends. They're not going to talk to you. The media is not going to report to you how this looks in two to six months. These people, the Stokes in Massachusetts, (laughs) they signed up to allow illegal aliens to come live in their home. Within an hour, four illegals were dropped off at their doorstep by the state. They never did this for veterans. They never did this for homeless Americans or citizens. Uh, these people, the Stokes family, didn't even have sheets on the bed. They literally said that. Uh, they didn't know anything about them. They weren't ready. They weren't prepared. Uh, you people are dumb. You're absolutely dumb. I want to see what happens in a month. They're so woke, man. They're so happy. Oh, they got them. A, they got them a family from Chile. Golly, dude. Uh, so um, here's what's going to happen, folks. People are going to get raped. People are going to get robbed. People are going to get murdered. Uh, their homes, their, their stuff's going to be stolen. Uh, these aren't people coming from your church group, folks. These aren't folks coming in to have fellowship. They're not coming in to sip your coffee and sit around and chat with you. They don't give a shit about the way you do things. They don't care about your bed sheets. They don't. They've been sleeping on the floor in Logan Airport. They walked from Chile. Um this this is ridiculous, guys. The fact that... Uh, oh, and, and here's a kicker. When you read the story, the family from Chile, when the people were writing the story about this, they didn't want to be identified. <laughs> Shocker. They didn't want to be identified for the story. So... Uh, here we are, folks. They're not gracious enough to invite homeless Americans. I mean, these dirty-ass homeless Americans. Have you driven through a homeless tent city lately? Have you? I mean, I, come come over to my place. I, we'll drive down to Houston. We'll take a look. I've, I mean, Sarah Gonzalez and I were at an event when she was on, um, I, gosh, I went down there to see her. She was on uh, one of the Fox hosts uh, town hall shows. And we went down there, and uh, that evening we were all walking through the city of Houston. And Sarah, she said, "Oh my God, that guy is pissing in the fountain." Uh, As like, well, that's that's where he pisses nonstop. I mean, it's it's a homeless American. Uh, we were in San Diego recently, and we were driving through there. San Diego's for the most part a beautiful city, beautiful weather, beautiful architecture, beautiful place. Or at least it used to be. Now it looks like The Walking Dead. Looks like Zombie Land. Tents everywhere. I mean, these this sophisticated tent uh, communities out there. I mean, I think they got they're digging plumbing out there at this point. But I guarantee you, the Stokes family would have zero inclination to suddenly just open their home to any of these people who live in these tents and probably have needle tracks going up their arm. They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. Not these dirty ass Americans. But they will do it for illegals that have walked up from Chile. People who have no concept of how America runs or works or we do things here. None. They're not the best of the best, folks. They would have made their own nation stronger before they left it. They didn't. Now we're finding out that Venezuela basically emptied the prisons. We've been saying this forever. Now we know it. They emptied the prisons and sent them to America. I read, I read, a, I read something. A friend of mine sent me this. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to tell you this. Uh, a friend of mine who's law enforcement in Austin, Texas. Sent me this first thing this morning. Here's what he said. This is going to blow your mind. I'm going to get out of your hair. Um, this is from someone who lives in South Texas. Says, today I went into Brackettville to a land meeting. Congressman Chip Roy, State Senator Pete Flores, Texas House Representative Ryan Gillian, Texas House Representative David Spiller, and Texas Borders are Mike Banks were there to speak with us and let us know. New legislative updates on enforcement of illegal entry and trespassing restrictions. Some very interesting things came out during this meeting that I was shocked to find out. Number one, Venezuela emptied their prisons into America. Number two, the 250 terrorists that came into our country through our border that were accidentally released into our country and just shortly after they were released, our government said, oops, those were not supposed to have been released 15, let me repeat it, only 15 have been located and retrieved. Now, this last thing I'm going to tell you is a real shocker. A Hispanic lady got up and spoke, and she had gone to work at the border as a government employee being an interpreter with all the influx of the illegal immigrants coming across. Her job was to register all of them for Medicaid. Then part of her job, per the Biden administration, was to ask them, do, them, do you want to register to vote? If they want to register to vote, she had to register them to be a voter with no ID. She also said they were not required to have insurance on a vehicle. They got $600 a month and many other things. Free. Free! Exclamation point. She said she took it as long as she could, and she had to quit her job. She could not deal with this and do this with a clear conscience. She said, I'm Hispanic. I'm here legally, and I don't get those free things, so this is how Biden works. She told the representatives that, uh, that were there, this is what she was required to do by the Biden administration. This is a takeover, folks. This is an invasion. This is what's happening. On a to blow your mind. Well, folks, here we are. Here we are. Uh, what's left of our country. Oh my gosh! Drop me a line, Chad, at the I'm going to check them out. I'm reading a lot of them right now, I'm getting through them. Be nice. Be nice. I <laughs> don't. I don't really care. Uh, go over to where podcasts are offered. You're listening to one right now. If you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, head over there. Leave me a five star rating. Leave me a good review. I need it, baby. Let's keep climbing the charts. We're doing well. Uh, I got some cool guests this week. I've got uh, my good friend Stacy Lynn Harris. Uh, you want to talk about a beautiful Southern woman with a huge family that understands traditional values and knows how to cook? She is an incredible friend of mine. She's going to be my guest. Uh, we're going to talk about some of those values, some of those southern values, man. Some good stuff. We're going to talk about that on uh on tomorrow's episode. You'll be able to watch it on YouTube or wherever you can get it. Rumble, I think. You can go to Watch Chad. You search Watch Chad on Rumble, you should find my channel there. And uh then my buddy Buzz Patterson, man. Buzz Patterson, who carried the nuclear football for Bill Clinton. If you follow Buzz Patterson, he is an Endless supply of insightful entertainment. One of my favorite guests of all time. He's going to be back with me on Thursday's episode. I can't wait to talk to him. It's going to be a long-form conversation. Get ready because some of these conversations we're having, we're going to make them longer and longer Uh, because I can. I have no time limits at this point. I'm independent, baby. Independent. So, anyway, head over to WatchChad.com. Like I said, I'm going to Coleman, Texas. Then I'm in Cushing, Oklahoma on March 2nd. Bunch of shows coming up. We just... We just inked a deal to do some shows with my buddy Zach Rushing. We're coming to Iowa, Indiana, um, Illinois, Southern Illinois. Bunch of other cities coming up. So check it out. WatchChad.com is where all the fun stuff is. And Boy, we got big things in store. I'm just having a blast. And I love y'all so much. Man, I thank you for listening, tuning in. Let me get this stuff off my chest. Pray for your country. Pray for America. Pray, pray, pray. Uh, And protect your family. Keep your head on a swivel and stay strapped. Guys, this is the Chat Breathe Show to the point. I hope we got there. I love you guys and I will talk to you next time. Bye.